Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the next episode of Movies with Giro's part two of the October Horror Bracket. Welcome back, Natalie. Thank you. Happy to be here. Um, for those of you joining us live, feel free to uh, participate in the chat. For those of you that are listening after the fact, I apologize for the chat. Um, once this is posted, the chapters will be found below. If you feel like listening, uh, you can find us on Spotify or wherever. Um, we saw some good stuff in the last week. Yeah, I think so. A, a lot of the movies we're talking about today won't even be from this last week that no. we watched, but one of them will be at least maybe two. Um, last episode went really well. Um, today we're talking about a couple more movies than we did last week. Um, and we are going to jump right into it. Um, we're going to be kicking it off today with, um, a movie from the eighties, uh, called Halloween three season of the witch. Um, just to kind of set this up. Um, oh, and before we start, I wanted to reiterate once more, our rating criteria um we rate our movies uh, a little bit differently for this podcast uh to give every movie a fair shot we rate it based on entertainment scares and production value they are not weighted equally um so you'll you'll see that later um so today we're talking about halloween three season of the witch now for those of you that don't know um Back when Halloween, the Michael Myers series started, um, on film three, they decided to try and turn the series into an anthology, meaning they were going to pivot away from Michael Myers entirely after Halloween two. And as a result, this movie, Halloween three, has nothing to do with Michael Myers whatsoever. It's a completely well, new story. there's a little story. meta. In the movie, in this movie, there's a couple scenes where you can see people watching the movie Halloween. Which I think is very fun. I love um, when that happens. Yeah, but that's the only connection whatsoever. It's a completely unique story. Um, and then after this movie came out, uh, fans got upset that Michael Myers was gone and they immediately went back to the old school. So Halloween three is this weird movie where it's the only movie in the Halloween series that has nothing to do with Michael Myers. Um, but it's an interesting kind of like B movie sci-fi horror. Yeah. I think that it was good. And I think that it's sad that it is under that same like Halloween umbrella because I think it's a good movie and I think that it's worth being seen, but it's sad that people were just upset that it didn't have Michael because I rated this pretty high. And I think for a long time, I I, I think people, including myself, like kind of avoid this movie because they know it's not about Michael Myers. So if you're going and watching the Halloween films, you might just skip this one. This season, this Halloween season, I don't really love Michael Myers. I think he's kind of a throwaway character. Well, most of the movies kind of suck, don't they? Right. Like I'm not a huge fan. So I think that this one was nice. Um, All right. So season of the witch um i will start off for this movie and you can start off for well, the next just one wanna jump in like we were doing yes um so entertainment value for season of the witch i gave it a three out of four i felt that it was very entertaining um now this score i'm not i'm not completely sure if i'm if i'm 100 percent on it i might bump it down to a two i felt that it was a really interesting story and generally pretty entertaining but the back half kind of lacks and the climax kind of lacks yeah we watched this a bit ago so i'm trying to think but it's i i also gave it a two out of four because i think it was really fun and i enjoyed like the movie i don't think there was a part where i was like bored i hated it so much um 
but it was kind of sleepy. So I think that, yes, I agree with you where it definitely. Okay. I, I think I could also put it at a two out I of four. I think a two is fair. Because it's not super entertaining. No. I think partially what I'm rating highly is what we'll talk about next, which is scare slash kills, yeah. which I think I'd give like a three out of four. I, that's what I, oh no, I didn't. I gave it a two out of four, but probably for the test subject scene, which is like, that was that was the scariest part of there the are like three or four segments in this movie that are like so generally ter- like genuinely yeah. terrifying the opening sequence where the guy breaks into the hospital and kills that person and yeah. then goes out to the car insanely scary yeah there's the scene with the with the misfire in the hotel room where oh, we get to see for the first time what the masks scary. do obscenely scary yes. and then there's the test room later on where they they test it on a family also obscenely scary Very so those scary. like three those three scenes are so terrifying in the way that they, they deliver the kills that i would bump it up to a three out of four there's sure. not a lot of those scenes but and they're not gruesome which i feel like in halloween well maybe the OG Halloween wasn't super gruesome, no. I guess. But in the newer Halloweens, you know, Michael Myers really, like, fucks people up. And so I think that the fact that these were not super gruesome, not super showy deaths. Yeah, they're more, but, like, gross. Yes, like, and the idea of it is, like, very scary. Yeah, they don't show a ton, but I think that's what makes me appreciate this movie. And really the only thing that this movie really has going for it is the fact that when we do get a payoff, it's very practical it's effects. It's very good. It's, like, kind of, like, to compare it... To, I hate comparing horror movies, but like to the thing, I think the thing is kind of a sleepy movie, but when you get a moment, it is like, holy crap. You know, it's so exactly. Good. Yeah. The payoffs so are really good. Vibe. And you know, for 1982, it's, it's pretty good. Like I said, it, um, one thing that's really weird is it's got like a lot of like blatant misogyny in it. Like not yeah, in like the sense where like, they're like smacking around women, but it's like stuff that when you watch it now, it's like, it, it, there's almost story elements that you feel like are satire because of the way that they like downplay women or make women look like nag like naggy. Yeah. You know. But it's the eighties. Women uh, were downplayed and naggy. Yeah, it's not like super over the top, but it's definitely present it's enough there. that like we turn to each other and we're like that was kind of like weird. Right, you know for what no I mean? Reason. Yeah. Um, but then so production what did yeah. you do i gave it a one out of two me too it's because i said it, ultimately this is just a fine movie like i think yeah. everybody should watch it it was fun but it's nothing i i only crazy. give it a one out of two because i think that like the the mask gimmick is a good writing element like and i think the way that they drive this plot along through this mask mystery and the way that they um the way that they spark it all is really good. Like, I like that the main character, that doctor character, I like that he witnesses this horrific thing happen at the beginning of the, f- of the film. Yeah. And then the way that he chases the story feels very natural and real. His motivations are reasonable. Yeah. The way that he progresses through the story is very reasonable and realistic. And so I think he kind of drives the movie along. And that's, sure. that's a good writing element. No, I totally agree. Um. Jimmy in the chat said, didn't love this one, TBH. Uh, very slow pacing, but a couple of great key scenes. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. I think we're all saying the exact same thing, ultimately. Yeah. So I gave it a 5 out of 10, which is exactly like a half, you know? It's... And I gave it a 6 out of 10. Sure. So I gave it slightly higher score. The ending kind of sucks. Um... Listen, spoiler alert, this is not a great... I don't feel like we watched too many winners in this that we're talking about today. Well, um... We can go ahead and pivot um, 
so we'll talk about one more film and then we'll go over to our bracket. Uh, the next film to set it up is Hellraiser 2022. Yeah. So Hellraiser was a movie we talked about in last year's bracket. We did. And Natalie liked it more than I did. I did. I But I like the older horror movies, I think. I like them more than like Candyman. I really love the OG Candyman and you did not like it at all. I like, hor- I like older horror though. I feel like I like the OG... Halloween and Nightmare on Elm more than you do. Well, those are slashers. That's true. Um, but anyway, the original Hellraiser uh, was was pretty good, and mm-hmm. they and Hulu rebooted it. So it's not a soft reboot. It's not a sequel. It's it's a straight up. They're restarting the series Hellraiser 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, let me just pull it up here. I thought it was pretty good. Spoiler alert. Um, I also did. I think that it's been getting kind of a lot of flack recently because people don't like when things completely reboot. And I think like we saw with Scream, which wasn't a complete reboot, but it also wasn't amazing. So like, I think I get why people were scared, but I thought this was super well done and I really enjoyed like watching this movie. Yeah. So um, I was looking forward to this quite a bit and it's funny that Natalie wasn't. Every time I bring it up, she's like, I don't know why you keep bringing up this movie. And she thought I was talking about a different series altogether, which in hindsight makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I thought he was talking about Hellboy series and I was like i don't actually give a fuck about hellboy but no um, i do like this a lot but as you can see from my letterbox spoiler alert i liked this quite a bit yeah um i felt that it it was paced great um and even though it starts slow i think it gets better as it goes yes which is better than the alternative right so yeah absolutely i will say i don't love that our new horror meta is like not believing like addicts like in bodies 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 it was like the same thing like, yeah i have an addiction and so like because i have this addiction nobody believes that like crazy things are happening and i think that's a weird kind of like story plot line that we've decided to land on for horror that like yeah. they're going hand in hand so closely recently but i really liked it i thought that i gave it a two out of four for entertainment so. i gave it a three out of four for entertainment i felt that oh, it was wow. really really entertaining and i was rarely bored in the film which i think is part of the reason why i enjoyed it is because i think it's paced really well i think the first longer the first like 15 20 minutes are very much your stereotypical or like 2010s uh there's this vibe that every like 2010s horror movie has where it's a bunch of like gen xers that are really like sexually fluid Mm -hmm. and they're all like hanging out in some apartment and they're all like kind of like really aware of their surroundings and their life and it's there's kind of this glossy finish on everything and i think the start of this movie kind of gets in that rut where you're you're starting the movie and you kind of are like is this just a generic like texas chainsaw the new texas chainsaw on netflix is exactly what i'm describing where like nothing really feels like it matters but then i think once they start diving into the cube and the cenobites i think the movie picks up a lot of steam and i think the reason i found this movie so entertaining is because i think everything surrounding the cenobites and the lore is really well executed and, and 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 explained right to not cut you off the lore in this movie is what i wanted the lore in it chapter two to be mm-hmm. does that make sense like they dove the fantasy in, yes and they dove in so well and like the cube is so fucking cool this time but like it's so they did so well explaining it i don't know i really enjoyed it maybe i should bump mine up it's fine I it um Entertainment, I gave it three. You gave it two. Uh-huh. Scare slash kills, I would also give a three out of four. I gave a three out of four, too. It only lost a point because we missed out on two 
body pulls in the beginning, and I would love to see all the body pulls. Yeah, so I think the reason it doesn't get the four is because um, this movie kind of holds its punches until the last, like, 30 minutes, where up until that point, every time someone is, like, gets killed, you know, it's it's, it's interesting because the buildup is really good every time yeah. and that's what kept us involved a great atmosphere they're yeah. so good and with no spoilers but the park scene mm-hmm. is like so good everything yeah. is like built up but then they just like that's it it's yeah and then as yeah it's like the build-up is incredible where and and there's these little like flashbacks to the original film where like once the person starts getting haunted by the cenobites the way that the rooms like yes. expand and shift and the way that you you dive into this horror fantasy world yeah. is really, really scary and interesting. And so the buildup and the tension for each kill is really good. It's so but, good. But it's a tease. But then as soon as the person's about to get killed, they kind of die off screen. Yeah. And it's not really until the end of the movie that we get some of that like really gross, like yeah. disgusting gore. And even when it but gets they do gross, give it to us towards they the do end. Give it to us, but it's CGI but it's still but it's good it's good cgi like the machine and the guy was really good the throat scene was really good like there's some really good well executed um horror stuff at the end so i would give scare slash kills a three out of four i love the fantasy horror i just i love that as a concept and i think they did it really well i like the cenobites i think pinhead was incredible oh so good like that's what i incredible for production i just put that I I didn't think it was written 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 super well. I think the pacing was okay, but I didn't think any of the actors were anything to write home about except every single one of the Cenobites. The, all the Cenobites were, were really so creepy. Good and like knew the tone and came to work that day like ready to put their whole heart into it. But like the main characters didn't, and so I think that takes you out of it. So I would give the writing and acting like a strong one out of two. That's what I. Did. I almost want to give it a two out of two no. just be- just because i think it's written really well i really like the motivations for the characters i really like pinhead mm-hmm. i think pinhead's uh speeches towards the end where they kind of pinhead kind of explains, explains the, the lore yeah. is really really well done yeah and they give this speech about you know pleasure and pain and i just i I I am gushing over Pinhead in this movie, whereas yeah. in the original movie, for those of you that don't remember, Pinhead is barely in the original. But that's not his fault. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, like back in the '80s, they would do that a lot, where they'd have a horror icon, but then they wouldn't really be in the oh, movie all that much. It. Sure, it's um, to get seats sold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it, the only reason I wouldn't give this a two out of two for writing is because I think like the main characters in the first like 30 minutes are kind of like vague and confusing and mm-hmm. like so so like the like the attic plot line and the abuse plot it's just like it's it, yeah. it's okay um but it does its job i mean it 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 starts it make it starts a good story right like you need the foundation for like why won't people believe her how do we stretch this out and they set it up for a good sequel yeah i hope they, they keep did. making more of these i, 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 like I would them. watch them all <laughs> um so i would give hellraiser 2022 a seven out of ten so i gave it a my dad's calling me a six out of ten Okay. Um, and Sam said no half points. We don't do half points just because it gets like way too confusing. But there are so many times where I wish that I could give something half points because it would be a lot easier. <laughs> so with that being said, we're going to head over to our bracket. And we are stacking Hell, um, Hellraiser 2022 up against Halloween 3, the two movies we just discussed. Uh-huh. Um, which one came out on top for you? Let me. Sorry, I got text back my dad. 
Halloween 3 I gave a 5, and Hellraiser I gave a 6. So just barely it's Hellraiser. Hellraiser wins. So for the other ones, you put the number we gave it. I went back on that because the system bugged out. Okay. Didn't work well. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Um, That's okay. So um, Hellraiser has won that bracket. Halloween 3, you put up a good fight, but just didn't cut it. So that's two films down. Uh, We're going to move on to the next film. I don't think... I don't think we'll be talking about the next one for very long. No. The next film is a Spanish film. And Tyler's going to lie to you and tell you that he really loved it when he told me he did not like it. That's not true at all. Slender. Um, the next film is a Spanish film. It came out a couple of years ago, but it's been kind of circulating through the film festival bracket. And it's kind of hard to actually get. Um, I I don't think it's streaming anywhere, Um, but it's a movie called um, History of the Occult. That's the English translation. Uh, It's kind of this artsy fartsy little small film. I was under the impression it was more of a horror movie than it turned out being. It was more of kind of a mystery thriller. But yes and no. It's a 2020 film. It's black and white. It's in Spanish, and it's only like it's like barely 90 minutes long. I want to say it's a pretty short movie. Yeah. Um, but it's clearly like there's only a couple sets, and it gets a little bit into like um, like a Lovecraftian a little bit like in the horror style yeah. that it chooses. Um. But yeah, I would give History of the Occult, um a three out of four for entertainment and i think this is where we differ the most i think for the other elements we're going to match up more so natalie didn't love this movie i I, didn't i think the reason i found it entertaining is because i love like mystery movies and i love sci-fi movies and that's not fair to say because well you can love whatever you want to love but i also like mystery movies and i like sci-fi movies i think this was just a poorly done mystery and a Mm. poorly done sci-fi and i think that i liked the style i gave it a one out of four for entertainment oh it was just kind of like it was enough to keep me in it but even with like the subtitles and stuff like that it was just kind of like why do i care they didn't give me a reason to care i was enthralled Mm -hmm. i was enthralled i couldn't wait and as it went i definitely got more invested you know the first like 20 minutes i was like whatever but i think the reason that i find this movie so entertaining is that i kept coming back to it the next day i kept trying to google what it was all about and i think the mystery surrounding the story and it's open to interpretation is very interesting to me and because it's such a small film and it's a spanish film i can't really find any detailed explanations right, online yeah. um but so it's really up to you it, yeah it, it it ends very open-endedly and it's very much like a, like this kind of sci-fi confusing ending and when you and it's also a political story in spanish so there's a lot of layers here that are preventing us from fully understanding truly was not a match made in heaven for me obviously like all those things i hate i hate history movies i hate stuff like that um but it just it and then to go even further into our next category scares 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 slash yeah go ahead dive in i gave it a zero out of four because it just wasn't Mm -hmm. like even the the situation they were trying to make scary was like just not and there were a couple things they like threw in there like no spoilers obviously but that one just like out of the dark like thing on the ground like that was so weird but truly the scariest part was there was this one girl standing alone at night and then she got followed by a man and i was like oh that's scary because it's scary to be a woman like 
It just was not a good time. I, I would get I I'm gonna give it a one out of four for scare slash kills. Sure. I agree with you, it's really low, but I did like the stuff that they peppered in. Like the spooky okay. elements, the there's there was the dude on the ground, there was like the little like weird like oh, like the Maria. The Maria. like um like when they're tripping on the drugs and yeah. there's like the weird like tentacle thing yeah. and but then again like why like they don't explain that shit it's just yeah. like here's a weird thing and i don't think you can throw you can put a million ghosts in a movie but if they don't have a point to be there then it's a stupid movie. i just i think this movie was trying to build horror in the unknown and the fact that there was clearly something yeah. weird ha- something witch magic happening but you couldn't understand what then it you was have to have and- a payoff and there wasn't. There was a soft payoff. A soft that I didn't even ex- understand, and you had to kind of explain the next day. So, so we both rated it low for yes. scare slash. <laughs> yeah. It's not really much of a horror movie. It's more of like an interesting thriller, it's a mystery, yeah. whatever. So interesting, you're yawning. I know. I just did not love it. And then I gave it a one out of two for production, just because I think that they were trying. The style is good. Some, yeah, the style was great, and they were trying to do something different. It just didn't land for me. The way they use the the way they play with aspect ratio and the way they play with color is yeah, really fun. Super cool. And they and and so when something spooky happens, it kind of breaks out of the black and white in a way to kind of emphasize like them breaking into another reality. Not going to spoil too much, but it was tasteful the way that it they was. made it the was movie. It was done well. I just you can't win them all total score five out of ten uh, two out of ten Ooh, yeah. pretty <laughs> pretty, pretty low. low um well that was history of the occult an interesting movie i would recommend checking yeah, it I mean, out I'm once i'm not mad i watched it i just do not ever need to see it again that's fair um well the next movie is a classic um so over the weekend we went to a drive-in um it's in the middle of nowhere well, it's in Gibson it's in City, Gibson Illinois. City. Shout out Harvest. Um, Moon. it's called Harvest Move Drive In. We we saw a double feature, featured two movies. Um, this was one of them, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. This was Johnny Depp's first film. Yeah, it kicked off the Freddy Krueger story directed by Wes Craven. Um, last year, we talked about Nightmare on Elm Street 3. This year, we're talking about the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And um. It's a really, really interesting movie. And if you'll allow me yeah. just a moment, I think what shocked me is we did a double feature. The first movie was Halloween, the original. This movie was Nightmare on Elm Street. It surprised me how quickly they dive into the film. Yeah. Like the the movie, the opening scene is someone having a nightmare about Freddy mm-hmm. and being chased by Freddy. And the next scene is them talking to their friends about Freddy and everyone else is having the same dreams. And in any movie created today, that wouldn't hit until the start of the second act. Yeah. Like we would get like exposition on the characters right. and We'd stupid like high, school high school stuff. School and, scene and like all of that stuff. But this movie, it's like, Freddy exists. Here's everything you know about him. Here's what makes him scary. And 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 we're just in it. And you yeah. you're just in the movie. And I liked that a lot. I thought that was respectable. It's a little cliche. And when you know everything sure. about him, it's you know whatever. But entertainment wise, I'd give this movie a three out of four. Yeah, same. I think that um, 
Freddy is like my favorite of like the slasher kings. Yes. Like out of all of them, I think Freddy is my absolute favorite. And I love this movie. I had actually seen this movie for the first time, probably in like 2017 or something. I just like watched it at home alone and it was truly terrifying. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen a movie from the eighties that like actually scared me. And yeah. This one did. So I think that automatically just will forever win. It, it scared me a lot as a kid rewatching it. It's kind of like cliche and I just know everything that's going to happen. So some yeah. of the magic is gone. Sure. And I, I mean, full disclosure i fell asleep at the drive-in <laughs> during this one because yeah. well I it was late it. and it was the it second was film late. um but i love it i think it's good i think freddie is the best i've already said that i love his rules i love the sleep aspect of it i love that everybody kind of believes her yeah fuck johnny depp because every time she's like please just stay awake he like he fails he fails every single time <laughs> it's like the one thing he fails every single time um yeah i really like it what did you give it for entertainment? For entertainment, I gave a three out of four. And yeah. for scare slash kills, I also gave a three out of four. I'm not scared of it these days. In fact, no, I, these days watching it, I find a lot more humor in Freddy. But mm-hmm. thinking back to being a kid, these movies scared me more than any other horror movies did. And I think the way that they utilize the boiler rooms and just his creepy He's body so horror scary. is yeah. really interesting he can move however he wants to move because it's it's a dream right it's not real he's not real it's a dream but i think that bedroom scene is like bananas that one is so scary oh it's incredible and like it's so good it's done really well it looks really good sam said i think it really is a testament to solid writing production when an 80s movie actually scares me rather than makes me laugh and i agree i think that yeah that's it- you made a good movie. And that's Wes Craven. You know, he really understood what made things scary. He under, And he understood what made a good slasher. And this movie, you know, it came on the heels of, I think, um, you know, Halloween and uh, Friday the 13th had already come out. And so he kind of wanted to create something different. And so he kind of spearheaded this idea of, you know, let's hunt down and team up as teens to fight the bad yeah, slasher man and they dive into it immediately um they, like i said they waste no time this movie's no. like sequence after sequence nightmare after nightmare it's like there's very little filler it's 90 minutes and that johnny depp death scene is one of the best horror scenes yeah, the crazy. way if you watch the behind the scenes the way that they made it the practical effects it's just they did so much and condensed it down into such a short little package that it's kind of incredible that it wasn't more bloated, you know, the amount of character and backstory and lore that they shove into Freddy Mm -hmm. is is really interesting. Yeah. Um, And it's scary. Really thought about it. And I think I love that so much. Writing and acting, I'd give a one out of two. I give one out of two too. And I think really it's because I hate Nancy so much. I think she's the worst final girl we have. I just think none of the characters are particularly well written. I mean, the mom even the is kind mom of and the dad. I like a lot. I obviously like Freddie. And I think that the boyfriend of the other friend, I like him. I yeah. The guy good. that gets like framed at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. He's, I mean, listen, the writing is fine. It's serviceable for the plot, yeah. right? It's a short story and it gets the job done. Um, and production wise, they do enough, but it's not, it's no, you know what I mean? It's a one of the two. It's, it's whatever. Yeah. Oh, I feel it's like average. So right? I gave this a seven out of 10 total though, which is my highest of the night. And so did I, um, well, that was nightmare on Elm street. Pretty good. We're going to switch over to our bracket in just a moment. Um, And our bracket is putting History of the Occult against Nightmare on Elm Street. I think we both know where this is going. 
We do. Nightmare on Elm Street takes the dub. Pretty good. But now we have Nightmare on Elm versus VHS. Well, without getting too ahead of ourselves, we're going to dive right into our next film, which, as you just alluded to, is VHS. Mm-hmm. And this was my first time watching this, actually, which is crazy, because I think that I had thought I'd watched it before. So VHS is an anthology story, mm-hmm. which means it's a collection of stories that are different and they put them all in one movie. So you get these little 15, 20 minute stories and then it resets and there's a connective tissue story, uh, you know, connecting them all together. I think that the story connecting them together is kind of interesting, but um, I just don't like anthologies. And that drives me crazy because I think anthologies are my favorite. I really love a quick little story and then give me a new story like creep shows i like love those i like creep show but that's because creep shows are good movie that's not true the first couple are it's just like vhs the first couple are good and then the last ones are kind of snoozies yeah so um vhs i'd only give a two out of four for entertainment i gave it a three out of four um because again i think the second i start getting bored it switches and then i'm not bored anymore but i the back half of this movie is dog shit. But the back half is only like 40 minutes. I'm just saying like it starts off really strong. The the individual stories are good and the connective story is good. Yeah. But the back half, both of those elements fall apart. The connective story, they stop caring about it. Okay, the guys it that are in the house. It just ends. You but, want it to just go on forever? It ends. No, but I'm saying when they cut to the guys watching the tapes. Yeah. You know, they're building up this tension with, like, who's in the basement and who's running sure. around. And it kind of just turns into nothing. And then they no, it just... it doesn't, though. That's where we disagree, I think. Because it does resolve this. The guy in the chair that comes. like you. I just didn't like ignore... it. Okay. So just because you didn't like it doesn't mean it falls apart. That is what it means. In my opinion, but it I falls like apart. It. No. And the the last two stories are just I terrible. Agree there. The last two stories, I can't even remember them. There's the one in the forest with, like the bimbo blonde chick and then there's like the dark haired so chick that like that. lured them all them there. there and then they hunt down the one chick's like i lured you here because my friends got killed last summer and i'm trying oh, to yes, kill the bad the guy, guy. And the blurry guy okay terrible yes not fine and the other one was like the party guys that go to the wrong house for the party and then and it's then like a haunted house and that the, yeah and that's like no. the whole thing's just the first one's really good though the glasses camera is awesome um, now for scare slash kills, I will give it a two out of four because I, I give it a one out of four. Okay. So here's the thing. I think personally, I find sexual horror just icky mm-hmm. and not necessarily even scary, but I think the reason that I don't like this movie is the main theme of the movie that comes back time and time again is sexually filming girls without their permission. Yeah, it's non-consensual like the entire time. Non-consensual sex stuff is like the theme of the movie. It's sure. everywhere. Right. And you're never supposed to root for these characters. No. You know, like they're always clearly the bad guys. The film is clearly making a statement about, you know, don't do these things. It came out in 2012 and it was yeah. probably a direct response to like revenge porn and stuff right that being said i think sexual horror is just something that really maybe that's a testament to how creepy it is but i just i don't find any enjoyment in watching that sort of horror i think because it it gets too real right because that shit does happen all the time yeah like 
Freddy's not real. So, you know, it's not as cringe to watch. Just something, but even like a realistic serial killer, like Clovehitch killer, like that appeals to me. But as soon as you start, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like the snuff film it. stuff is just gross. No, I agree. So there's a couple things in here that are genuinely scary, like, like making you scared of like staying at a hotel that you've never been at like a motel yeah like there's a horror sequence about that and yeah. like the you know picking up a random girl at the bar like the fir- the opening sequence to this film is really it good really is the best and i think that's why i've rated it the highest as high as i did yeah um and then writing and production writing and acting production i'd give a zero out of two i gave it a one because again i respect the idea this is like the first one i know there's like 100 vhs's now so like they all would not get that but i like anthologies and again i love found footage um but i really really disliked the writing and the acting for most of this this feels like cheating found footage though because it's just like a bunch of vhs's in one place and then you're trying to find something but like i don't know the only reason i would even think about giving this higher than a zero out of two is because i like the idea of a cult of people that are hunting down paranormal vhs tapes and then once you start watching these tapes paranormal things happen to you that's a cool idea it's a cool base layer excuse to show all these different tapes but it's not enough. Um, I'd I give this movie, movie a 4 out of 2. I, I got a 5 out of 10. You gave it a 5. I give it a 4. So you didn't like it that much more than me, right? No. That also looks like Joaquin Phoenix so much. Every time you show that, I'm like, Joaquin? So, if we put Nightmare on Elm against VHS... It's Nightmare for me. It's Nightmare on Elm? Mm-hmm. Alright. Well, it was fun, VHS and History of the Occult. But your time is up. Bye. Vibe check. Um, we've got one more film yeah. to talk about tonight. Um, we are at a crisp 35 minutes so far. Um, the next film we're talking about is a film that um, Natalie has wanted to watch for quite some time. Yeah. I don't know why I never had. I've seen it once before. It's a movie called Black Swan. Which, again, I don't feel like is a horror movie well this movie won um i'm sorry this movie was nominated for a ton of oscars when it first came out and natalie portman the lead won the oscar for best actress of the year for her which is interesting because horror movies traditionally get snubbed at the oscars but i think because it's a movie about an art form who directed it though Darren Aronofsky. What is he? Um, he's like a French dude. He hasn't done like a well, ton like of Mother stuff. Well, like Mother and the Whale. So he like writes Oscar bait. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that makes sense. So this movie, I liked this movie a lot more on the second watch through. Um, I'm going to give it, and I actually haven't rated it yet, but I'm going to give this movie a solid four out of four for entertainment. Really? I gave it a three out of four just because there were a couple parts I didn't super care about. Like truly, I did not give a dang about the entire Mia, Mila, Kuda, Mia, Like, I get why it was there. It needed to add that, but I didn't care. And I think that they were deaf, low moments in it, like just lulls and stuff. And I feel like every time she was talking to her mom, I was like, shut up, I don't care. But I thought it was so good. And the main dancer guy, whoever he is, the 
the coach or whatever yeah. was so despicable yeah. that it was great. He yeah. was so good. Yeah. I just I find this movie so entertaining. I think it's I'm I was I was glued to the screen. I couldn't wait to see what was gonna yeah, happen I loved next. Watching this movie. And a big part of that is obviously, you know, the performances Oh, yeah. um, and and just the way the movie's crafted it's you know it is a horror movie but it's an underplayed horror movie it's really more about you know uh this really destructive art form which is ballet mm-hmm. and this really mentally ill person that's in the middle of it yeah. and at the very beginning of the movie you know she gets um you know she gets a chance to be a part of this big play called black swan mm-hmm. and the story of the performance the story of black swan is also the story of the movie so yeah. very early on they kind of explain the story of the black swan and it's a big foreshadow for what's going to happen and i think this movie just has a lot of thematic layers that I find interesting. Mm-hmm. And so rewatching it and kind of knowing where it's going to go, I think it's really interesting to see how they play on, you know, your expectations and what you think is happening versus what's really happening. And it really yeah. puts you in the mind of like someone that doesn't have their shit together. Yeah. And I think that sometimes that gets frustrating. Yeah. Like with the whole dressing room sequence right before she turns into the black swan. Yeah. I'm like, okay, like this just feels like a cop out. And then like, I have so much anxiety about like that scene just because that's a huge fear of mine for some reason. the moment between killing someone and getting caught and getting caught is like my biggest fear in life which is just i'm never gonna kill anybody right like it's not gonna happen but even if you were to be like i killed somebody i have to cover it up like that anxiety just sounds horrendous and knowing that she had that anxiety but then was like i am black swan like had to go do it i for scares and kills i gave it a two out of four just because i think it was super scary but like her mental illness was scary yeah (laughs) scares and kills it's a two out of four it's not it's not really that scary of a film and there aren't really any kills in the film but in the way that everybody encouraged her like once she totally was enveloped in this bad behavior this being the black swan she got tons of compliments and she Mm -hmm. got tons of praise and i think that is so scary it's scary in a real way it's like her her mother is abusive and that's is abusive in a realistic way and that's scary like the way that she her mind plays tricks on her and she like sees things that aren't real in public back on like praise for toxic actions is truly terrifying and it's done a lot like people with eating disorders like oh my god you look so skinny you look great like that's praise for a super negative action and then that affects them and like this happens to her all the time and like i think that is the scariest part yeah the whole point of the movie is she has to play the white swan and the black swan and she is just the white swan and so everyone's pushing her to be kind of a a lustful seductive evil person so that she can play this role telling her she's not good enough until she can do these bad things it's just gross and then they layer that on top of the fact that like she's clearly she's got something mentally wrong yeah, she's right like so yeah. it's almost like you're like encouraging someone to be bipolar almost you know uh, what exa- i mean you exactly are i yeah. mean i won't spoil the end of the movie because i made it this far without the ending spoiled but it's very poetic that that's how it ended that's a great way to put it this movie is extremely poetic it and is. i think the way that they introduce like tragedy into that poem is really creepy and just enough to classify it as kind of a horror movie as sam said in the chat it's more of a psychological thriller 100 percent which i think i love i've 
Um, so, I mean, while technically it's, you know, a horror, that's the third genre right. listed. So, um, writing and acting and easy two out of two. It's, it's, a, it's as best as it gets. Like yeah. Natalie Portman's performance, she deserved the Oscar. Oh God, the, 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 I forgot I was watching that immensely unwell person. The mother, all the other dancers, the, the creepy guy, the creepy guy, so like good. the acting is great. The And the writing is just really, really, really strong. Like the way that they write it this is, character and it, the way that she. I was watching this movie and I was like, fuck, I hate this man. I hate him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you have to be like, oh, he's just acting. You yeah. Know, this is not real. Except though, like, she really did lose all that weight. She really did learn how to be a ballet dancer. Yeah. She really put her the whole pro- pussy The production this. is Damn insane. Ballet. Yeah, she deserves everything. And um, the f- towards the end where she does the black swan performance and she is the black swan is one of the craziest things i've ever seen in my entire life it's one of the best it's one of the best climaxes i've ever seen in a movie um so this movie gets a strong eight out of ten for me um i have a seven it's really interesting. It's not, like I said, it's not a movie that you should go into expecting to get like super scared, but it's a movie that you will enjoy yucky. watching. You'll feel yucky watching it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's definitely one of those, which I think is nice. Sometimes you don't want to be scared. You want to feel. Yeah. Um, so going over to our bracket, uh, we are going to be putting Black Swan up against Hellraiser 2022, which is kind of an interesting matchup. So I gave... Black Swan the Edge, technically. I did too. I gave Hellraiser a six and Black Swan a seven. Damn, isn't that a shame? Because I really liked Hellraiser twenty twenty two, and I wanted. Break it or are we gonna no, go I mean we have to we have to abide by our scores. Um, that makes me kind of sad. I thought Hellraiser was gonna go all the way. I thought it was gonna go farther than this for sure. Um, so that's, that's it for the bracket today. Um, just to kind of recap in our quarterfinals so far, we have black Swan nightmare on Elm street, barbarian and Nope. So those are the films we have so far. Barbarian and Nope is going to be a crazy matchup. Uh, well, first barbarian has to beat all three of these movies. Right. Well, come on. Um, so that's all for today. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed watching. Uh, next week, we will be discussing Halloween Ends, which is the newest Halloween film. It's in theaters right now. Mm-hmm. Saw, the original. BLG. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies came out just a few weeks ago. Uh, the Evil Dead, the original Evil Dead, which we haven't seen. Dr. Sleep. And we're rewatch Dr. Sleep. We are going to rewatch Dr. Sleep. And the original Halloween. So next week, we'll not only be discussing the start of the Halloween franchise, but also the end and seeing how both of those stack up. Um, I really thank you for joining us today. Um, Again, uh, feel free to give this a like. Feel free to subscribe. And I think we'll see you next Friday around the same time. And uh, you owe it to yourself to watch a horror movie. Try to watch one of the ones right. we will be watching. It's, um, it's October and it's going to be over soon. So go watch something scary. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye-bye.